0: Okay, to to a certain extent, I agree that it's like there will be so that utopian like never tried, never really falsified. If only we'd had different people in power, like the neoliberals might well say that. But I think that idea of the or at least the way I interpreted the question was not about a smaller group of people. And I think when you said nostalgia, that was exactly what I was was going to say. And I think that's completely correct. There will be a small group of people who will be nostalgic for this kind of end of history liberalism maybe it's the 2012 olympics maybe there's another kind of peak of of human in, endeavor and there will be a small group of people who will look back on on that time period and and think it, if only that had been generalized and really really put into into play but i do think taking a step back there's going to be a real question in the next few years who are the who are the liberals or who are the neoliberals who are the people who are defending this um this method of uh, of government this kind of economic and political system because i think it they're going to be few and far between so if, if, if utopian promise is meant in the sense of driving a political vision forward i don't i think there. i think liberalism is a busted flush at, at this point i mean there will be you know surely it will come back in mm. in a decade but it's really it's really not going through a period of, of immense strength when for example you know the the <laughs> Uh, large proportion large sections of the world economy have been have been nationalized and, and people don't think that the free market can really solve any of our problems at this point in time.
1: I mean I, I kind of agree with George, at least liberalism as it exists now uh, it has no future whatsoever, whether that's in the form of you know, free market neoliberalism or whether it's uh, the kind of left liberalism, postmodern left liberalism that we know um, today. I think those are done. But it's interesting that the, the authors deal with this at the very end of the book, right? And I'm, I'm going to just quote from it because I've got it in front of me. Um, we can endlessly mourn the globally dominant liberal order that we have lost, or we can celebrate our return to a world of perpetually josting, political alternatives, realizing that it uh, chastised liberalism, having recovered from its unrealistic and self-defeating aspirations to global hegemony, remains the political idea most at home in the 21st century. Okay, so basically, I mean, I would interpret that as, basically, you can either choose knobs, or you can choose struggle. (laughs) Um, So basically, liberalism can either, you know, stop, either can choose hysteria and trying to claw back what's been lost, in which case it will definitely lose, or it can learn, it can abandon all the kind of uh, self-importance and, and um, self-aggrandizing things it told about itself and learn to fight again, to go back and to fight for individual liberties, uh, to fight for democracy, to fight for pluralism, for tolerance and all these things kind of from the ground up. And if it does that, then maybe maybe it does have, have a future. Um, I guess there's a question about whether there's a which is which touches to what uh, George just said. You know, does it have a social base? Basically, middle classes, which were the home of liberalism, um, are under a lot of strain. You know, in in some cases, are being proletarianized. So, you know, is there a home for liberalism? I mean, you know, why not socialism then? Literally, we have no answer Uh, to that because why not socialism?
0: Why not?